Good morning, Vietnam. Wrong this is the Packer for what? Huh? This is the Packer Force podcast. Not Vietnam. This is not Vietnam, but it is a podcast for dumbasses like me and dumbasses like you. Welcome to the Packer Force podcast. I'm the Black Mountain, Peter Sill. I'm here with. Elliot Sill, who is the professor, and then I'm here with Andrew Sill, who is the legend. How are you guys doing today? Great. Good answer. <laughs> if you guys didn't know it, the Packer Force is a band of heroes uh, that, that watches Packer games with supernatural spiritual powers. The Black Mountain is the God Hive in which I can tap into and understand all the feelings and the 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 spiritual flow of the game and the fans, and I can also look into the future sometimes. The professor is a genius, especially for an idiot. And the legend, his special power is that he's the deacon. <laughs> he worships mostly in just the church. drink the most beer. Also, he does drink the most beer. We used to have another member, but he died. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of the dead guy, Andrew, how was your time watching the game week one back with our dad? How was it? It was pretty chill. It was casual. I mean, it would have been horrible if there were fucks to be given. But being that this was some stale bread bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Like, this was a fucking repeat of last year. Like, 2AT only made worse by the fact that it's Vikings. Only made less worse being that the score was less atrocious. Yeah. But I stomped my feet and clapped my hands last year when we got our asses kicked week one. And I said, we're not going to get over this for a couple months at least. And it mm-hmm. took like two games and it turned out it didn't fucking matter. So what is the point of giving a shit? That is the ultimate question that we explore here on this podcast. What is the meaning of any of this? Is it, what is the meaning to be found in this season? Uh, we picked up right where we left off last year. Aaron Rodgers coming out and, in postseason form <laughs> and doing absolutely nothing. Uh, Not only did we pick off where we picked or left off, but we also picked up where we picked up. Damn. What? Yeah. Um, what? But, yeah, I don't I don't understand what you're saying. Guys, we none picked of what you up where we said. left off being that it was reminiscent of the horrible shit against the 49ers, but we also picked up where we picked up last year being reminiscent of the horrible shit that happened week one when we picked up last year. Yeah, yeah. Where we picked up and we picked up where we left off with the taste of dog shit in your mouth. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So, uh, Elliot, how was your game experience? was, Was it good to be back watching football? Was there anything that was kind of exciting about it? 
Well, the end of the Bengals-Steelers game was really going <laughs> off at the beginning of the Packer game. And so that's where my mind was mostly at. I was like, really, I want this Packer game to start, but I kind of got to figure out if Joe is going to lead the – Yeah. And so uh, – Because and I was TJ Watt's titty. Um, <laughs> he got a good titty. Partially toe. Partially toe. Uh, And the, yeah, I missed that Christian Watson drop, which is fine because it seems like (laughs) Christian Watson missed that drop too. Yeah. Um, That was a big one though. That was a big, anyway, my game experience overall was, I like, you know, I didn't have the same dark energy about me as I did last year Mm -hmm. watching that. Like I really was in a hate watching mood. For that Saints game, and that that honestly, that Saints game was like the week one of last year. You're yeah, about. yeah, that was like right, right in the pocket. It was right what I wanted <laughs> to see. Really, that's what I thought we deserved. You did you were cackling at the screen? The I whole... couldn't stop. Yeah. <clears throat> and like this what year, I felt more of that. I feel like so many people forgot it already because last year just turned so significantly. No, but it was thirty-eight. To three. Don't recall. Last year started out worse than this year by a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was 38 to 3. And I mean, people remember it, but I think that here's the thing. That game was more dismissible than this one. Because in this game, when, like last year we came out and we were like our offense fucking rocks. Mm-hmm. And then it scored three points. This year, we're like, maybe our offense sucks now. Yeah. And then they scored seven points, and that feels different. That was there was also a big difference in Aaron Rodgers' reaction to that game, where he was like, "Yeah, this is an anomaly. It's not going to happen again. We're going to put this behind us, and we're going to be just fine." In this game, he was like, "There was a lot of bad stuff. It was just not good. A lot of us got to get better, including me." It was easy, much more solemn and just hurt. At the end of the, after the Saints game last year, he came out and he was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Here's the thing is to me, I give massively less of a fuck about what Aaron Rodgers thinks about it this time through. Mm -hmm. Like no fucks given about Aaron Rodgers perceptions because he's trying to spin his own shit. He wants to make excuses. He wants to fucking blame whoever. Fuck what Aaron Rodgers thinks. Clearly, we didn't give Jones enough t- or touches. We didn't give Dylan enough touches. As a team, like when LaFleur says the kind of things that Aaron Rodgers says last year, I will listen. But I don't care about fucking Rodgers' opinion this year because it's skewed and it's jaded and it's personally slanted. And it's making excuses for his own shit. And I'm... No, you just don't like Aaron Rodgers. Pretty much. Because he's skewed and jaded and slanted in his opinions. Yes. I'm talking about the Deacon, of course. Yes. So... Let Hughes without bias. Now, again, that's fine. That's that's understandable to think about. Uh, To think like that. Here's what I'll say. I think it's important to care what Aaron Rodgers thinks because as he goes, so go we. Because this team is going to take on the the character of its leaders. And, you know, 
But they have I to mean, get behind them. We don't. True, but it's you know, also, we can as we go, so will go he. If we fucking put up good shit this week, he would have fucking been singing everybody's praises and been the first one to fucking talk about who was great and why they were great and shine mm-hmm. all the praises in the world. He will fucking sing the song that the game tells. Why do we need to hear it from him? We can all watch the game. He's going to be pissed if we lose. He's going to be happy if we win. Get mm-hmm. it. Got it. Good. Sure. Don't need to hear it from him. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, I want to... But the thing is, I think it is a big difference. It, there's more cause for alarm this year rather than last year when he did come out and was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care about that game. This year he kind of came out and he was like, there's going to be a lot of drops. And, you know, there's there's rookies playing. We just have to we have to get over this. Well, the offense had nothing to prove last year, and it has a lot to prove this year, and it proved none in it either time. Yeah. So ha- not proving anything when you, <coughs> when you have nothing to prove is, is fine. Not proving anything when you have a lot to prove is a problem. Yeah. So it, as, the new, as the newly enshrined uh, in – Lord and host of this podcast now. Um, I let's stick to the script. I wrote up this beautiful react to that. Yeah, uh, you don't have to because um, your power has been taken from you temporary. (laughs) (laughs) So I got I got a script here. Uh, if if the Packers end up, and now it's cool. I, I, you just love, see that? I love when the host talks about the script. That's my favorite part of any podcast. That's how you all know. right, all right. If the, so, the Packers <clears throat> end up nine and eight this year. Okay. Vikings end up ten and seven. We miss the playoffs. Vikings get in. Can you look at that Christian Watson drop and say that's where it all went wrong? <laughs> right there. The first play of the game. You absolutely can if you're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> Go for it. No, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this. That is a career-defining drop. <laughs> that is all Christian Watson is to me. Ever. till I mean, until he overwrites it with something more significant. Like, that was his most impactful play, one way or another. That is, that's why you don't throw yeah. a bomb to the rookie who hasn't been in training camp on the first play. Yeah, they talked about it all. Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur were like, good idea. And Christian Watson's just in the corner like, guys, are you sure I'm ready? <laughs> They're like... We yeah, totally. we talked about it all week. No, Aaron Rodgers it kind of like, feels hey, like MBS's entire career distilled into one play and put it at the fucking very beginning of his career. Yeah, yeah. We can go ahead and just make that judgment now and move on and be done with it, <laughs> or we could let people fucking play their careers like we did with Devontae, who had drop problems early on, and have some faith in our guys. So what you're saying is that this whole thing was like a stupid call. It was pretty predictable the whole time, right? Like you try to throw a bomb to the rookie first time. What do you think is going to happen? Speaking of predictable, do you think that this game was predictable? Isn't this just how you saw the game going the whole time? The offense was going to struggle. I I felt like we were going to lose this. I felt like we were going to lose this going in. I don't know. There's something I don't did you feel the same way? I don't I don't I don't I try not to name my feelings like that cuz then it gets it gets I get too tied down in 
and what I want to happen versus what I think will happen. I just try to take it as it comes. And this was, I mean, it did feel like the natural thing to happen. Like that first drive touchdown by Minnesota. I feel like, of course, of course, they're going to rip our defense to shreds. Of course, Justin Jefferson is on it. Justin Jefferson was like the most predictable thing. Yeah. It was like, of That's course. That's why I said, I'm not, and we talk about this, I'm not scared of Justin Jefferson. Mm. I just expect him to get two <laughs> touchdowns and 180 yards. I just like, I'm ready for that. Bend me over. Like, let's go. Mm. But the, I think. It pulls into question the juxtaposition of like, your call of what the game was going to be and how much of that was what you wanted versus how much you really kind of felt that it wouldn't be. Because let's be real, all of us fucking predicted the Packers to win. But I never once really felt good about it. Mm-hmm. I can't say yeah. that I ever really stood behind it. I had never had any reasoning. Vikings week one... I don't know. I, am I, I ever? Am I, I, I ever I, confident like that? I like can't. I can't place logic behind me picking the Packers in every fucking time I called the game. I just wanted it, but the way the game played out surprised me zero point zero percent. Yeah, yeah. I think we need to access that knowledge then and, and preview the game that way, being like. You know, I think the first drive is going to be a Minnesota touchdown, <laughs> and then Christian Watson's going to drop a bomb. Like, let's 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 lean into the the feelings that we're we're saying that we have if if we truly have them. I like. I assume the Packers would win because I assume the Vikings weren't really about it. But yeah, I mean, the Viking the Vikings have always had this ability to beat us. This mm-hmm. this ability to even. Like, I don't know. They just, when they have a good team, they can play us well and they can be more, they can have a better offense than us, which is something we never have to encounter from the Bears and only rarely from the Lions. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it, they have this, they have this ability to access this, this play and they beat us last year. Mm -hmm. Like, then they are just, we, what have we, we've won once. In Minnesota, right? In their new stadium. In their new stadium. Yeah, and yeah. that was week one of 2020. Right, when Aaron Rod- there was no one out there, and Aaron Rodgers was like, yeah. yeah. This is good. I like it when no one else. <laughs> their stadium is what, four years old? Yeah, yes. four or five. Yeah, so does uh, here's another question. What? Does Kirk Cousins own the Packers? <laughs> no. Kirk no. Cousins owns a Chevy and a lifetime supply of Wrangler jeans and that's yeah. it. Wrangler yeah, he sucks. Jeans. Does he own us? No. Bullshit. Wrangler jeans? Yeah. Yeah. Like is like Brett Favre's jeans. That's still he's below that. He has a lifetime <clears throat> supply of men's warehouse fucking khakis that are pleated that have the fucking one inch cuffs and everybody laughs at him for because they're probably high water. You know, I'm I'm not saying the guy is cool. I I agree with you that he sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying he makes us look like we suck. He does from time to time. You know who made us look like we suck? And who made it fucking hurt? Mm-hmm. Do you know? 
Uh, us. Dante no. Culpepper. Zadarius goddamn Smith. Zadarius Smith, yeah. Tell me he didn't hurt your feelings a little bit because he hurt my feelings when he left, and now he hurt my Mm. feelings doubly because he made me feel like he was right. He just played like Zadarius. He was Zadarius Smith. He was the guy that we decided we didn't want to pay. Yeah, he didn't play like that last year. Mostly didn't play last year, but. And he actually did play like that last year. Yeah, he had a he great... played exactly like that in the playoffs. Right. When he came he back, did the tiny crawl after the sack and everything. Yeah, and Look. then he got run over for the win. <laughs> Except <laughs> we didn't win. <laughs> Nobody misses him more than me. Yeah. But fuck, seeing him just eat hurt my feelings. I yeah. he booty gobbled our ass. He did booty. We got booty gobbled. I don't know why we didn't just run the ball at him every time. Like, yeah, when we ran for that touchdown, finally, it was like, yes, exactly. You just they had everybody surrounding Zadarius Smith, and we we're like, yep, we're running right at that dude, and that's how we got our touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so I that takes us to the run game real quick. Aaron Jones had five carries for like 49 yards. I thought it was eight, but okay. No, he had eight touches. He had eight touches. He had three receptions. Five, five carries for 49 <laughs> yards. I mean, A.J. Dillon had 10 for 50, 50-something, which is nothing to, nothing to wag your wiener at. Okay? That's fine. But that Jones is still the number one, and he's shifty as fuck, and he should be touching the ball way more than eight times and carrying more than five times. Absolutely. So, so first of all, this does go to what I, I think they're trying to shift the load more onto A.J. Dillon. He's got a younger body. They probably want to you know, get their miles out of him. But it didn't work. It didn't work. Do you think that this team – actually knows how to use A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones right now. No, I think they're <clears throat> like, especially in the post Devante world where we really need to use both guys. Well, like, cause if you think about it, when we had Devonte Adams, he was our running back. <laughs> Essentially. It was <laughs> yeah. like, we need, we need yeah. five yards here. Let's throw it to Devante and he can get five yards. Like uh-huh. he was, uh-huh. he was the bell cow for <laughs> in many respects. Yeah. Um, and then Jones and Dylan were there and they hit big runs and big, you know, pass gains too. But now we need to lean on them and use them correctly and effectively. And I think, yeah, I don't think we know how much AJ Dylan is a power back versus a every down back. I don't know how much we know Aaron Jones is a every down back versus a pass catching specialist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we maybe try, I think we over-specialize with those guys. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think like we really could just, you know, do, you know, we could, we could give them the same, the same dosage. Mm-hmm. We could give them the same plays. They could execute them differently, but effectively mm-hmm. um, both ways. Or, you know, I don't think it needs to be like, Aaron Jones can run it on third and one too. Aaron Jones mm. can can handle more carries. 
Mm-hmm. We do not need to yeah. just Aaron Jones is not like the second and seven handoff guy. Like let's give him many and good and fair opportunities. Um, but I, you said last week that we kind of use them in tandem for funsies. It's like, yeah. we don't have a plan. Do you, do you wish we had more of a set plan? I don't know what that would look like, but. Yeah, I don't know what the set plan was either, but we certainly got to figure it out. And as yeah. uh, we should be able to identify it and see it by week five. Yeah, you know, if it, if that's not materializing, that we know, oh, this is how, this is who we start with. This is when we use Aaron. This is when we use AJ. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think something's up, unless it's just like, you know, alternating or like. I don't know, well, something... I mean, here's the case against that is that if you start doing it, they start smelling it. Yeah. And if you start smelling, oh, this is the type of play that Aaron Jones is going to get the ball to and Aaron Jones is the guy in the game, then, like, you're putting a target on the running backs back every time. If you just randomly kind of switch it up per fucking series set whatever – then they can't key into it as much. But if like set and series down and distance is determining if it's an Aaron Jones carry, if it's a fucking AJ Dillon carry and you have that guy in the game, then you're kind of giving away a lot of your game plan at the mm-hmm. door. There was a point uh, when we were watching where there was a swing pass to AJ Dillon and you were like, give that to Aaron Jones. And then the next play, they ran Aaron Jones up the middle. And I was kind of like, give that to A.J. Dillon. Yeah. The thing is, they both got like five yards. Right. They were both, you know, successful plays. <laughs> you know, would they have been more successful? I, I think it's it's good to mix it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just hard when, when they don't win. And when they weren't getting as many touches – as they should be. Right. Both of them should touch the ball 15 times. Right. That's what I was just thinking. 15 times. If they're not getting 15 touches, they're not getting enough. Like, yeah. Especially when the alternative is Aaron Rodgers taking sacks, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's not like we had the pass game in rhythm or it wasn't. And it's like, not like it was going to get in rhythm. I don't know what, I don't know what this offense is doing, what it's trying to establish or what it's trying to, Mm-hmm. get going like it just looks like looks like they're just throwing stuff at the wall and hoping that they can you know hoping that it gets them into a flow but there's no designed flow to it mm-hmm. do you guys miss Devonta adams obviously no oh you no. don't like on a like on a comfort blanket level yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I, I think, like, it's okay to struggle. It's week one. Like, if we, if we just suck all year, then that'll be a different story. But I think, like, you know, we gotta, we gotta move on. We gotta live life without them, and we gotta figure out something that works better. Absolutely, but how can you not at least miss him in those down situations? Where because being better doesn't mean anything. To me in the game. How do you not <laughs> want that guy there that you're like? Because being really? better doesn't mean anything to me in the regular season. Huh? Being better. To an extent, I get you, but 
to the other extent where like being better just means I mean you don't want to just rely on Aaron Rodgers to be the guy that's going to fucking have to save you every time sure you do that's what this team is set up to do and that's that what was, Aaron Rodgers is good yeah. enough to do and that's what he needs that's to be sucks, and that's annoying and that's boring and it's going to fucking fail in the playoffs so why run that back again? At least with Devonte Adams, you had a fucking B fucking main character story. No, with Devonte Adams, you had exactly what you're describing that you said sucked and you didn't want to run back. That's what Devonte Adams brought. With this, it's actually Aaron has to do some saving. He can't just say, "Here, Devonte, I have the best receiver. Let me throw it to him. That should work." Uh, it's like it's fully on Aaron Rodgers, and like that's the only direction for this team to go, Andrew. At this point, I'm sorry, it's not going to uh, become it's not going to become a Ryan Tannehill type team. Like it's just it's Aaron Rodgers' show, and I want him to have to elevate his game. And he didn't elevate any aspect of his game. He just played according to according to plan. And when the plan didn't work, he got frustrated, and he was all pouty and mad on the sidelines instead of trying to coach up his guys. I think like, but like how, in that way, it felt like a playoff game, <laughs> but what right does he have to be frustrated with these guys? They're 22 years old and they're just, that's their first NFL game. Mm-hmm. So why is he mad at what they're doing wrong? Go fucking help them yeah, and try and lift them up and give them confidence. Like be a productive member of the team and try and, you know, do the next best thing. Yeah, as a talked all this shit about how the uh, general manager doesn't take into account his opinion, blah, 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 when it comes to free agency. But, like, shouldn't you be doing even more than that as far as effort in bringing in these fucking new guys who are, as far as the world knows, the most talented upcoming football players in the entire fucking world? Take them, shape them, make them, do shit with them, because guess what? That's your only fucking option. Right. Odell Beckham ain't coming here. Nope. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. We got better shit to do. Man, it was... uh, Devontae Adams looked really beautiful in the silver and black. Like, he looked clean. Like, in the green and yellow... He definitely popped like that yellow. He looks like a running highlighter out there. But in the silver and black, it was just fucking cold and clean. His hands look better. <laughs> he he caught his little it. fucking running play for the touchdown. The hmm. touchdown that he caught was a, was a little I didn't throw see to the it. Flat. Well, mm. He put up amazing stats. Saw so he still lost, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Derek Carr threw <laughs> fucking three interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> And looked like shit. (laughs) As much as I liked, mostly liked, at times loved, but let's be real, Devontae very rarely felt like a career Packer. He really didn't. And I loved his time here, and I loved the effort that he gave. You guys well, just he looks what already happened, home, you know, and I'm happy. <laughs> That's what you guys do. You're fucking frauds. Huh? Uh, you guys just say, look at what happened already, and you say that you felt it. You guys are frauds. I, yeah. 
Like, I was hard look back and say that. I don't know if there's anywhere on record where I've said that before. Where I don't think there's anywhere I've been like, oh, Devontae just doesn't feel like a career Packer. But you can look back and, you know, the way that he went about his business, I think he liked Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers pushed him to be better. He liked Aaron Rodgers because that was kind of a means to an end for him achieving his goal of being the best in the league. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like, it made sense that he did want to be somewhere else. I think that's that's how I'll put it. I, w- I won't say that I felt like he was destined, he, he wanted out or anything like that, but hmm. there's there's things that make sense that, you know, well, just it my, didn't come out of nowhere. My bitter ass is just like, well, why does Devontae Adams go to the Raiders, but J.J. Watt goes to the fucking Cardinals? Yeah. Where, where's my goddamn J.J. Watt if we're just going to our childhood dream teams? Like, I don't know, man. There's it's just To me, something. that's childish. Like, yeah. grow up and, like, Play for the team that's been loyal to you and is like, like, how much did you like the Raiders that the team that's paid you millions of dollars and made mm. you the superstar you dreamed of being isn't cooler than them? Like, I, I was thinking about it too. It's it is kind of bullshit that he's like, I wanted to play for the Raiders. You wanted to play for the Oakland Raiders, right? Did you? When did you ever want to play for the Las Vegas Raiders? Yeah. Like when I grow up, I'm gonna play in Las Vegas, Devontae. No one plays there, but I, you know, like it's there's a little bit of bullshit. Like there's a lot of bullshit. <laughs> For one, he's spinning the story because who the fuck really wants to play in Green Bay? At least not a fucking black man. Mm-hmm. So hey, I I want to go around the league real quick. Ooh. Look at some of the other games. So you had. Uh, that was a good game. It was fun to see Devontae Adams in silver and black. And Derek Carr definitely looked like a worse Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he definitely threw three interceptions. Uh, let's look at some of these other games. So Panthers, Browns. Uh, Panthers were down 20-7 to in the fourth quarter like the Packers were down 20-7. to in the fourth quarter and Baker Mayfield brought his team back. What's the difference between fucking Baker Mayfield and Aaron Rodgers? Why the fuck can Aaron Rodgers bring his team back against the stupid bills? And we can't come back against the fucking Vikings. You mean the stupid Browns? The yes, I meant, I did mean the Browns. Um, I listen, it's cause Baker Mayfield cared and Aaron Rodgers doesn't care. Yes. Yeah. He just, Aaron Rodgers was just mad that things didn't go well, which is different than caring. That is, I mean, Andrew, do you agree? I it's like as like a teacher, Rogers you can get, expect his haircut to carry him through. As a teacher, mm. you can get mad as hell that your class doesn't go well and you can vent about it, but that's not the same thing as caring because if you cared, mm. you would have fucking prepared a better lesson. Yeah. And so that's the oh, difference. Okay. Like, don't show me frustration and say that that's, <laughs> that's like, Oh, look at Aaron Rodgers. No, if I looked at Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers would have been doing more to get the receivers ready. Whatever. You're talking to a fucking first-year QB over here. Don't tell me that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, as as a uh, longtime teacher of the arts, I have never planned a fucking piano lesson, and it's going (laughs) great. So just keep vibing, dude. Uh, 
Also, so they got beat. Panthers got beat by a 58-yard field goal. Mm-hmm. By do you know who the kicker was? Doesn't matter. Do you know who the holder was? Mm-mm. Bojo. Bohor Chris. Corey, Corey Bohor Chris. <laughs> yep. Held that beauty. Held that beauty because that guy doesn't care how Bohorquez fucking holds it. Mason Crosby. Anyway. Uh Broncos, you guys watched that Broncos game? That Broncos game was funny as hell. It was really funny. It was funny. But Russell Wilson had them in that game. I I loved. The oh, tweet. they're a better team by far than yeah. the Seahawks. Like they will if they played ten times, the Broncos would win eight. Do you think the Broncos are better than the Packers? Do you think Russell no. Wilson is a better leader than Aaron Rodgers? I would I say think- he is. If you watch that fucking game instead of watching the Emmys, then you miss the lady from Abbott Elementary winning her fucking Emmy. Mm. That was the very fucking best thing on TV last night. Fuck that game. Fuck their uniforms. Fuck Russell Wilson not being able to fucking do anything against a nobody-ass quarterback that is taking over his new team. Old team. Don't disrespect Geno Smith. (laughs) Fuck all of them. But, but man, that lady that won that Emmy last night for Abbott Elementary. You don't even know her fucking name. I That's your show. You don't even know her name. Three name name, and it's weird. It's Cheryl Lee Ralph. Cheryl Fuck. Lee Ralph. Yeah, that's a stupid name. Get a better name. <laughs> but you did everything else great. She was fucking amazing. Honestly, anecdote. Of the I took my uh, iPad. After I was working out, I was working out, and then I got done working out, and I took my iPad to the shower. Thanks for telling us that you were watching her win. I didn't want to miss anything. She won. I was waiting for the shower to get fucking hot. I was ugly, naked, crying, watching her sing. <laughs> yeah. It was really fucking disappointing and depressing but that was me i was so happy for no, her. no that's not oh, disappointing God, in Britain. You did <laughs> there's not that for you you did it you didn't even fucking think twice about it you fucking got up and sang a song and that song was great i was so happy for her and y'all were watching a fucking green ass boogery fucking <laughs> seattle boogery. game <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing depressing about that. That is that is that I, is a wonderful human experience. I will say this is better I, if you know what Andrew's butt looks like. <laughs> this is wrong, but. Uh man. Um so but but Albert Obu this is which is how you say it. There was one play by him reaching across the getting that first down at the end. It was like that heart. That heart, that, that's – I was jealous. I was so jealous of that heart because I feel – what? We went to SHG. Dang. Albert Okawebanam <laughs> went to SHG from Springfield High, 24 years old. Okay. It was a terrible school. Dumbass school. Fucking rich kids. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. All the black kids because they're like, hey, you could fuck a cheerleader. But hold so on. Me, let well, me let me gotta, wait. We got to keep no, going. We don't got to keep going because yes, you asked me. Do. You asked me if Russell Wilson is a better leader. Okay, than Aaron all right, Rodgers, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just left that there. You didn't answer it. 
I was going to, and then Please someone has to talk answer. about the lady he didn't know. Oh, I'm saying, <laughs> and if we're going around the league, we got to talk about the Bears beating the fucking. We'll talk about them in a second. Nine. So, Russell Wilson might be uh, a better leader than Aaron Rodgers. I think both guys have former teammates who are like, "Fuck that guy," mm-hmm. but it's a lot funner and easier to say that about Russell Wilson than it is about Aaron Rodgers because Russell Wilson's douchebaggedness is so obvious. It's like, okay, get over yourself, Russ, Mr. Unlimited. Yeah. Whereas Aaron Rodgers is like, he wants, he he's so desperate. Like Wilson is shameless, but Aaron Rodgers is so desperate for you to approve yeah. of him and want to think he's cool mm-hmm. that it's, it really kind of breaks your heart to break it to him that he's like, you're kind of not fun to be around you're kind of not cool and not as smart they both suck in distinct separate ways russell wilson is kind of like the nfl's uh what's his name that did the Chappelle show skit um rick james (laughs) no the one there's a lot of Chappelle show sketches out there andrew the one that was the fucking pimp and then is the extra goddamn white black pimp Oh, Charlie Murphy? No! No. How is this so hard? I don't remember. He's got nine game shows. Is blank blank going to have to slap a bitch? Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. He's the Wayne Brady of the NFL. Thank you. There we go. He's super the Wayne Brady of the NFL. I feel like you've said that before. I feel like we've had that on the podcast. Is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? Exactly. I'm sorry it was so hard to get there. It's all right. Oh, man. It's been a while. Wayne Black Brady has fallen <laughs> from relevancy massively in years, but. Yeah, Russell Wilson is definitely the fucking Wayne Brady of the NFL. Like, so you think he's not serious, but then he might be fucking serious as fuck if you look the wrong way on him. Because turns out he is actually really talented. Yeah, who would you rather Aaron have? Rodgers is just the fucking out and out asshole that nobody fucking likes anymore. Right, like the Louis C.K. Yeah, he said a lot of things that everybody was backing before, and then he did the things, and you're like, Ugh, "Fuck!" I feel like an asshole for ever relating to him in the first place. Yeah, who would you rather have? Two minutes left to go in the game. Need a need a drive to win. Need a touchdown. <laughs> Pilper. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, between Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, I think it's a coin flip. Honestly, I don't know. It's there. I'd be, I'd be very like, my optimism would be fraught with worry in either case. Just because yeah. well, I feel like with Russ, he's failed spectacularly. Like Russ is more likely to throw a Farvian duck to end a game, get intercepted, whereas Rodgers is more likely to. Sack himself. Yeah, get sacked on fourth yeah. and sixteen or something. I would yeah. take Russell Wilson. Rogers. I, I see it. You yeah. know, I'd rather go down swinging. I feel yeah. like Aaron Rodgers refuses to swing. A lot. The rest of the game might take Aaron Rodgers, but two minutes left to go. What if it's the rest of a playoff game? Russell Wilson. Yeah, exactly. 
So I, our this guy is my, sucks. <laughs> this is speaking of our guy sucks. I'm going to continue my around the league jealousy tour. Did you see that Chiefs game? Patrick no. Mahomes threw. Patrick Mahomes also lost a pretty damn good receiver, but he threw five touchdowns about it. Yeah, with MVS on his team. <laughs> How many Bud Light what? Ellies did he have? How many what? Bud Light Sellies. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers had none. What I wanted to talk about with that game is, uh, do you see what happened in their special teams? Nope. Butker went down, and they brought in Justin Reed, who I think is like a safety a DB. DB. Justin Reed came in, kicked an extra point mm-hmm. for fun, and kicked a kickoff through the uprights. <laughs> <laughs> See that's how that's how special teams is supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun, and like if it doesn't go well, that's all right. That's fine. But the Chiefs are out here sending fucking hello, Darnell Savage out <laughs> to boot field goals. All right, fucking Saints. Saints beat uh, who'd they beat? They beat Atlanta. the Falcons. You know what? They, they were down twenty three to ten. Twenty six to ten. Twenty six to ten. In the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And they're both going to suck. Who cares? Move on. Okay, Bengals. They lost. Bengals 20, lost, yeah. 23-20. to 20. Yeah, on a last field goal. They were down 17-3. to It's the Steelers, right? To the Steelers. So you're just jealous of these comebacks. That I'm just jealous. Like, why the all these other fucking teams at least came back and made it a game? And you got Aaron Rodgers against the fucking Vikings. Well, the Lafleur Packers have never been comeback. Yeah, guys. they haven't. Yeah. They haven't come back. What they do is they get a three score lead and then they salt it away. Yeah. That's, their, that's their. The Steelers. The Steelers beat the Super Bowl bound Bengals. Yeah, with mm-hmm. Joshua Trubisky and with TJ who? Watt yeah. ripping his tit. Yep, with with Trubisky at the helm. Trubinsky, the truest Binsky that ever was. Who is Binsky of them all? Yeah, nobody is ever going to be a truer Binsky. So, (laughs) you have anyone else? Matt Ryan, Colts down twenty to three. Okay, more comebacks. Yeah, more comebacks. Every other (laughs) team. This this team is sorely. Lacking that. And fucking so you had Matt LaFleur call out the Packers at halftime. That was that was the big story coming out. What did he say? He said he he uh called out their effort. Said they didn't they he criticized their effort, questioned their effort. Why is that a story? Because that's just true. It was true. And then they came out and scored a touchdown and then did nothing after that. But if you have a quarterback that is Aaron Rodgers. That's just the most laid back, fucking cooler than he needs to be, or actually is. And then you have Matt Lafleur, who's an introvert. Where's the emotion going to come from? Why did you get rid of Zadarius Smith? He was too emotional. <laughs> he was too emotional. Like, we gotta calm it down. Williams. Anyway, so yeah, or Jamal, you got rid of Jamal Williams. Uh-huh. Yeah, Jamal yeah. Williams would be the emotional leader of this that team. Does not, we have sold fucking our emotional fucking centerpieces for peanuts. Yep. 
Those yep. are dudes I would go to war with. Those are dudes that are fucking ride or die. I don't give a shit. I will fight for those dudes just because they are fucking cool. Yeah. And now one is just dancing in the distance and one is a fucking blood enemy. Yep. Yep. Doesn't sound like a good fucking management strategy to me, but whatever. I'm happy that I still get to see Zedarius. I like going against him. I like that he's talking shit about the Packers. And I fucking get it. Yeah. And I, I think it's fun. I think it's fun to fight with him. I, I, I hope it makes us think. I hope getting our ass whooped by Sedarius Smith makes us think. Because it seems like we don't ever reflect on who we are and who we need to become to be Super Bowl champions. It just seems like we think we're good enough and we have to just keep trying. The yeah. same shit. I think we need to – I hope – yeah. I hope that's something that can make us reconsider who we can, who we think we are. I am very much just looking forward to a point in reconsidering who we think we are. And I don't think that's going to happen until number 12 is not there anymore. I think as long as 12 is here, we're just rerunning the same fucking cassette tape. Maybe so, that's just me. So that brings me to my last question. Where's the hope? In the future. Because it's not right now. It's not this week. Hopefully not against the Bears? Brings it. We'll you don't think the happens. Bears are a good get-right game? I mean, they definitely can be if we get right against them. But right now, we're not right. Right now, we're very fucking sad, depressed, disappointing fucking bullshit. We're a fucking rehash of something that already didn't work. Even if it goes better than it did last time, it's still not going to end better. Because we've got a worse product to fucking run through the finish line. So where is the hope? Don't say it. I don't know yet. I have yet to see it. I'm an unhopeful motherfucker at this point. I'm just watching us fucking do reruns. This is a clip show. This is a fucking clip show. After the first week of last year, the defense started doing some good things. And I think we have a really good defense and they still need to do some good things. Like they still have that opportunity. Um, They have to get into form and they maybe need to have some conversations about when it's time to stop doing all zone coverages and maybe devote the best cornerback in the league to covering one of the best wide receivers in the league and execute that without acting like it's this big fucking deal. Like shouldn't be that hard to send, you know, Jair Alexander, and Justin Jefferson together, like uh-huh. just make it happen. Um, yeah, how do you? Not but do that there, there is a lot of potential. There's a lot of untapped potential on defense that I'm excited about, and I think we will recommit to the run game and can see some good results from that. And I think this, these Lafleur Packers just have these games sometimes, and thirteen out of are you still thirteen here? times a year they come out and they figure it out. So I don't um, hear you anymore. I think we can, 
I think we can be hopeful that blar 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 blar. And I think uh, I think I'll leave off where we picked up. Is this? I mean, we lost to the Saints thirty-eight to three, and we did pretty good. We did pretty well after that. But you know, Deacon, those those words ring loud in my head. I think I think hope Hello. does come with change. Have you died? I think the are two need to be together. I think yes, we need to find some, we need to find some adjustments on defense. We need to stop letting Justin <clears> Jefferson <throat> just hit deep crossers on us like it's nothing. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers needs to change. He needs to grow. He needs to grow into the leader that he was meant to be. He needs to find out how to properly run this offense. I think we'll see it. Uh, it'll it'll be it will be interesting to see this offense come together. To see Romeo Dobbs, who had four catches, that's more than I was expecting him to have. I was kind of thinking were- he would get like two touchdowns, but it didn't happen. <laughs> I last minute decided to sit him in my fantasy league. Yeah. And uh, that was a bad choice, was it not? By a half point, I lost out. <laughs> David Montgomery let me down. Hello, I don't hear you. I anymore. can't wait to play the Bears, though. That should That'd be, be good. That should be good. What do you think? What do you think happens when uh, it's tied after the first half, and the Bears really start chirping? They really start getting in Aaron Rodgers' head. Elton Jenkins, David Bakhtiari, still not out there. And they're, they have three sacks after the first half. They're starting to get into his head. You think Aaron Rodgers fucking starts gaming, actually? You think he steps up? Maybe. We'll figure out who owns who. Hello. Andrew, are you raising your hand? Fuck me. <laughs> yes. It looks like he's raising his hand. This has been your... Oh, he says he's gone deaf. Okay. Oh, he's gone deaf. I called on you. Now can you talk? No. Okay. Nothing. Well, got through enough of the show. Yeah. Fuck Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah. This has been the Real Brothers. (laughs) Elliot and Andrew... No, Elliot and Peter. I'm Peter. <laughs> I don't even know who I am. Guys. This is why I'm the host, and I just let you guys talk. I feel special by asking the question, and then I don't really have an answer to it. Yeah. I just like to hear you guys talk. Yeah. That's really it. Bye. Thanks for stopping by, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>